Hi, it's coaches Paul and Brian with Sand and Steel Fitness, and uh, we're here today to talk about private boxing lessons at Sand and Steel Fitness. Uh, Paul's been getting a lot of interest uh, on boxing and also kickboxing, and we're just going to sort of answer some questions about that. So one of the initial questions I get is, you know, how does really boxing instruction differ from personal training? Mm, there's, it sort of depends on what the person is looking for. Um, the way I like to look at sort of uh, boxing training in, in terms of how it fits into fitness is that if you look at any other sort of fitness modality, whether you're talking about weightlifting, swimming, cycling, running, there's always a skill component that's involved in it. And the same thing goes with boxing. So if you want to make boxing part of your fitness regimen, it's important to know how to actually box so that you can do it safely and get the most out of your work. How does, um, there's a lot of group class boxing, like uh, LA boxing and bath boxing. How does um, my private boxing instruction compare? Private boxing instruction allows the instructor to sort of zero in on whatever particular issues or challenges the trainee might be having. Whereas with the group class format, Sometimes you might get a little instruction here and there, but generally you're going to be left a little more to your own devices. Or if you're working with a partner again, you may just spend a lot of time working with that one person. And if there's anything that you need correcting and the instructor is not able to see you, he can't help you with it. So if my goals are like to like lose weight or like improve kind of like health, like why would I pick? boxing, maybe over other common forms of fitness, like is boxing better, is it going to be slower for that, or how do you feel about that? Uh, boxing is, is definitely different. Um, if, you, For example, if you're looking to improve something like maximal strength, boxing really isn't going to make you stronger, per se, in terms of being able to lift more weights. But in terms of overall general physical preparedness, uh, conditioning, boxing is excellent for those things. Uh, for example, you use all three uh, energy systems when you box. So it's, it's an anaerobic exercise. It's glycolytic. It's, it's aerobic. So it's definitely great for composition stuff, for losing weight and such. Um, another great thing with boxing is it has a generally low uh, bar for entry. You know, you don't need to have tremendous mobility uh, or tre tremendous strength in order to box. So if someone, for example, has some shoulder issues that prevented them from doing maybe heavy bench pressing or overhead pressing, they generally can still throw a punch. And you can always sort of modulate your work to accommodate the issue the person might have. Isn't, um, you know, boxing pretty easy? It's just like, you know, four punches. Why would I need a coach to teach me this stuff? It looks easy on the surface, especially if you watch, let's say, two guys fighting because, yeah, just people moving around hitting each other. But when you actually get down to it, it requires a lot of coordination, balance, uh, control and conditioning. And so it's much more difficult than you would appear than would appear to be. Um, so how do you deal with people who, you know, maybe a little bit uncoordinated or having trouble learning new things like? If I went to dance class, it'd be terrible, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, boxing does take coordination. How do you work with people who maybe that's a little bit harder for them? I just slow things down. Uh, one of the, the things I always try to stress on people is to try to be as smooth as possible instead of worrying about being fast or trying to hit hard. And by kind of taking that slow and smooth approach, we sort of organically build power and speed over time and coordination as well. So it's just very simple to regress things with boxing. Um, 
what would you say to people who are concerned about, you know, getting hurt because boxing can be dangerous as a sport and they're not that interested in boxing because they're, you know, afraid they're going to get injured? Self-injury, it's, it's generally hard to injure yourself in boxing uh, with proper technique and control. For example, uh, you don't have to worry about hurting your wrist, your hand, your shoulder, your elbow. Uh, and again, that usually happens when people try to go too hard, too fast. Uh, outside of that, boxing actually is pretty safe, uh, especially, again, provided you're not competing. That's pretty, probably the, the riskiest part of it. What are uh, some examples of workouts you put together for, for new clients in boxing? Uh, some examples would be, for example, I like to start with some sort of light conditioning to begin with. Usually it's jump rope. If I had a client that was unable to jump rope, we can easily substitute that with rowing, uh, salt bike, skier. We have a lot of different options, especially here at Santa Steel, to accommodate people's uh, conditioning needs. Um, working on basic footwork, reviewing the six basic punches, and then just working some simple mitt combos to sort of put it all together. Uh, with, uh, in addition to some calisthenics would be a sample workout I would do with a beginner. So you mentioned in that, you know, mitt combinations. What is what does that mean? Uh, mitt work basically is, uh, we'll say, a step up from hitting a heavy bag, which a lot of people associate with boxing training. It's a lot more interactive. It allows people to work on important skills like, again, balance, coordination, proprioception, learning how to control their body in space, and uh, as well as hand-eye coordination. And essentially, the uh, trainer is just holding a pair of mitts, or they could be pads of some sort, and it's just positioning them and calling out different punches in sequence. And the uh, member just has to move around and just follow the sequence. So, you know, what kind of contact could a, would a new client expect to get in terms of unboxing, like physical contact with one of the coaches? That's always on an individual basis. Uh, some people don't like contact. Some people don't want to get hit. And so for those sorts of individuals, you can very easily train boxing without having any contact whatsoever. People that are interested in learning a little bit more about the actual technique and the applications may decide to do some light contact. Um, but again, that wouldn't be the same as that's not the same as sparring. And then if an individual is really interested in maybe taking it further, or possibly interested in competing, sparring is always, you know, the last option there. So talk me through like how like a first session with a new member might go in terms of you know, your first boxing session with them. Okay, so sure. So after we warm up again with uh, some jump rope or some other form of cardio, we're going to go over basic stance and posture. And this is really important because that sets the tone for everything else you do. Uh, after we go over stance and posture, we're going to review footwork. That is how we move in the four cardinal directions. We may even go over pivoting uh, and turning around and such. And then reviewing the six basic punches, your jab, cross, left hook, right hook, left upper, right upper. Um you know, how often do you find, you know, new members come in terms of, like, frequency if they're boxing or they kind of learn it at a good rate, but it's not too much in terms of time investments? That's a little trickier to answer because it really depends on the individual. Some individuals move a lot faster than others. Some people pick it up a lot easier than others. And then some people may just have a really hard time working on just stepping and throwing the one-two. So you really have to kind of take it as, as people come. Uh, what do you find a lot of... Uh, new members, mistakes that they're training by themselves and stuff that they never pick up until you, you know, they actually work with somebody. Hand positioning is a really big one, and it doesn't seem that important, especially when you're not competing because you don't have to worry about anyone hitting you back. But 
what happens is when people throw punches and drop their hands, that is, they bring their hands away from the face down towards the chest or hips, it slows down the work rate. It slows down your ability to kind of get back in position for the next punch. And what that means is you get a little bit less out of your training. Whereas when you bring your hands back into position, again, even though you don't have to worry about someone hitting you back, it allows you to fire your punches off a lot quicker. And again, you just put them together easier, you move better, and you get more out of your session. If uh, for those people who are local to you know Alexandria and they're looking for a coach who might be listening to this, how would you, you know, if you were looking to help somebody else find a coach in another area, how would you kind of get an idea of who's good and who's not good as a, as a coach? That's also, that can also be a little tricky to answer because boxing and martial arts also in general, sometimes those communities can be a little more insular. Uh, boxing coach is actually going to be pretty difficult to find. Uh, one way you could look is perhaps to see if the gym has a competition record that might be available to sort of see, you know, again, what, what caliber of athletes they're able to turn out. But again, that doesn't necessarily indicate a good coach because it could also be determined upon the population if they have a good population of people to uh, who decide to come out and box. But that's one way. Um, as someone who's done martial arts and box for a while, it's a little easier for me because if I go somewhere and I see somebody, I have a better idea of kind of how we'll say legit they are just kind of by looking at them. And that's what a lot of folks in this community kind of go by. You know, they go in there, they look at the environment in which people are training in, and they can kind of judge based on the caliber of the people there, the, the uh, environment, the uh, culture of the gym, rather, uh, how good it is. For someone who's just getting started, a boxing gym can sometimes be a bit of a shock because it's not like your big box gyms. It's not like a luxury spa gym or even your boutique boxing gyms like title boxing uh, or UFC gym. And then um, sometimes they can be very bare bones. Uh, they can be a little rough around the edges. But again, it's more so about the quality of work that goes on there. What are like um, five kind of key exercises or drills that a new beginner should learn when they're starting with boxing? That a coach might teach them the things that you say, okay, these are important things to learn. They're going to be in our first several programs and things like that, like the personal training. We're teaching the squat, teaching the deadlift, maybe push-up positioning, planks. What are those kind of equivalents in boxing? So, again, outside of the uh, the aforementioned, the, the six basic punches and movement, uh, really it's kind of moving, being able to move and put your hands together, so using your hands and feet uh, in concert. And that can be a little tricky to nail down, again, for a lot of people. The thing with boxing is there's not always a ton of variety when it comes to the, the technique, but there's a lot of refinement that comes to it. So what can happen is you may end up doing a lot of drilling, uh, technical drilling. But uh, outside of that, that's really the, the foundation for it. And it's how you put it together in sequence that makes the workout. How do you find like certain types of fitness don't work well together, such as, such as for example, running and powerlifting mm -hmm. kind of work against each other? You know, how does boxing fit in terms of it working with other existing training programs and which ones are good and which ones are maybe not such good combinations? I would say that boxing is generally relatively compatible with a lot of different training styles. If you wanted to do, though, for something uh, such as powerlifting, obviously boxing wouldn't necessarily be a great fit for that because if you're really, really trying to get strong powerlifter-wise, 
um, the sort of condition you do in boxing may work against that a little bit in terms of you're just burning a lot more energy, whereas powerlifters generally want to try to save as much energy as possible because they're really focusing on their big lifts. And in that same vein, I would say there are certain movements that wouldn't work as well for boxers. For example, heavy bench pressing. Heavy bench pressing doesn't really do much to improve the power of your punches. So if you're trying to generate a stronger punch, bench pressing, overhead pressing, even certain Olympic lifts, I would probably stay away from just because if you're really trying to box seriously, you want to try to make sure that you're keeping your wrists, elbows, and shoulders safe. And throwing a punch, again, is not like a press because you're extending your arm, turning it over and such. Uh, so that's really what I would say. Uh, so not as far to do as with powerlifting and Olympic lifting. What about with other styles of training like uh, kettlebell work? I've seen boxing coaches use. How do you feel about integration of boxing with yoga? Uh, kettlebell work would, would be great for boxing because, again, it's good. Uh, kettlebells are great for strength and conditioning. Uh, so you can't go wrong with that. Yoga would also be very good for boxing just in terms of the way you can use it to sort of deload the body and as, as a means of active recovery, as well as strengthening uh, sort of the connection with the muscles and improving your, your movement quality. Um, if you had to give um, like four tips to new beginner boxers, right? Because maybe they're working with a good coach, maybe they're not. You know, you've seen people get injured working in other places. What kind of, you know, tips as an experienced coach might you give that? Again, always start slow. Start slow and sort of let the comfort and familiarity build organically and allow that to sort of be the basis, again, for speed and power. Don't try to rush anything. Don't try to hit hard all the time. That's another common mistake I see a lot of people do is, especially with mitt work, they want to just punch with everything they have. And again, that's a way to form bad habits. Uh, you may injure yourself. You may injure your trainer. So um, really just kind of start off slow, take it easy, and just let things develop over time. Talk to me about like breathing and boxing. And I see a lot of different things about supposed to exhale and do punches or hold your breath or not. How does that compare to some other kinds of fitness? So holding your breath, like in other forms of fitness, may allow you to generate a little more force because you increase your muscular tension. However, in a sport like boxing where conditioning is king, it will just make you tired over time if you're holding your breath with every single punch you throw. So, yeah, the general uh, idea is you want to exhale, a nice, sharp, quick exhale with each punch you're throwing. Helps maintain rhythm and, again, gets the CO2 out. How do you feel about, you know, sometimes people do different kinds of fitness because they want to help certain parts of their body look better or perform better. You know, where do you feel people get kind of the best response in terms of their boxing training? Boxing can be used to help develop your core, lower body uh, balance. It can be, it's great for strengthening the legs, especially the lower legs, uh, the feet and toes. Um, and again, it can help you lean out a little bit for sure. All right. Well, I do appreciate appreciate everybody for tuning in with us. Uh, please send us any questions you have, and you know it's great to have Brian here with us to you know improve our boxing program. Thanks for tuning in.